zero, negative one, negative two. <laughs> You're not good at this, Nikolai. <laughs> I am good terrible at, at starting this show. <laughs> so if you don't know, John, our producer, counts us in. And then the joke was that I kept counting. Uh, because numbers are infinite in both directions. You're going to make a great dad. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> dead baby, the Nilay Patel story. That's uh, wow. that's goodbye, well, everybody. It's a book I'm working welcome, on. Welcome to the Vergecast, where we go dark right away. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Vergecast. Uh, I'm Nilay Patel. I'm Dieter Bone. I'm David Pierce. Can yeah. our new tagline just be "It only gets better from here"? <laughs> <laughs> there are no other directions. <laughs> Rock bottom. The Vergecast. <laughs> Uh, it's not bad. So this is the Vergecast uh, where we talk about technology news and uh, other news and good times and bad times. Most of us drink while we talk. Yeah. That's just happening. Um, but other than that, it's actually been two weeks since we're on the air. Last week at this time, uh, David and Dieter and I were all at the Apple event. And, yeah. Um, and in, we had the Verge Live, which hopefully you listen to. But we're back now. Uh, we have the iPads from said Apple event. The Retina iMac is here. Our review of that is going up soon. We actually gave the Retina iMac to our video team to review because they will use it more than we will. Yeah. It runs Chrome, everybody. <laughs> Google Docs. It's so fast. <laughs> Woo. Uh, it's the best. By the way, Chrome runs slow on the new iMac mm. because Chrome is slow. Because Chrome is awful. <laughs> Safari, though. Just awful. Well, that's so fast. Wicked fast. It's the fastest. Except yeah, in clunky. Google Docs where it's pretty um, bad. Anyway, so we, we have... You can't see it if you're presumably listening to this like most people. But we have all the devices here. Our views have gone up. We have a Kindle Voyage. And Dieter actually stayed in California. I did. Uh, through the early part of this week and went to Google. I did. To play with the Nexus 6, I the did. Nexus 9, Android Lollipop, and then Inbox, which is sort of the new Gmail. Right. So just a lot of stuff going on there. A ton of stuff. Um, and then other stuff happened. And then yeah. the, like, Microsoft the Avengers, just announced earnings. Yeah. They're selling surfaces. Yeah. Well, they mostly, I think they mostly sell them themselves. That's entirely possible. No. Well, they, the doubled, they doubled the revenue yeah. on surfaces. Like $20. I don't, <laughs> I don't know the made a billion dollars. $908 million on surfaces. Microsoft is really good at having billion-dollar businesses. Yeah. It's <laughs> like that's their the main thing. thing that they do. Yeah. Um, no, we should talk about that. I mean, before. that's not the worst thing to be good at. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like that, that's their mark. And then they're like, and no, that's we're done. Billion-dollar business. <laughs> let's yep. try something else. Yeah. Let's start. Let's try something else. Uh, actually, no, so talking about the service uh, is an interesting thing to do in the context of these iPad reviews, um, which is where we should start. Okay, probably. sure. Yeah. Um, so iPads came out last week. Yep. Um, so speak. I mean, speaking of where we were a week ago, yeah. it's like where we were probably a week ago at this exact minute is sitting in a room being like, that was the weirdest Apple event we've ever been to. Yeah. Yeah, it's 4.30. It, it had just started. No, it, it was, was one thirty. So we were it was, like. It was over. Yeah. Were, we were, were we drinking? We might have been drinking. Yeah, we were done. Yeah. Um, it was weird. We were Chili's. Well, so, it was weird because they, we, we talked about this on the, the Verge Live, Verge Cast, whatever it was. Like they went for 45 minutes of recap. Mm-hmm. Typically, you expect recap at, at this yeah. October event. That's where they always do it. But this time, it just kept going. No, you expect recap at the September event. No, you expect it at the October event because they recap iPhone sales. And, oh, no, that that yeah, part. Yeah. I, I thought usually what they do. So this has been a weird year for Apple yeah. because they've broken their usual pattern. So usually WWDC is previews of OS 10 and yep. iOS, which and it then, was again. Which mm-hmm. it was. That's fine. Yeah, Everything that's right. cool. They yeah. showed off a bunch of neat stuff. And then the iPhone event is iOS 8 recap plus one new feature for the iPhone. Yep. Right. And this year it was no recap whatsoever. Here's the iPhone. It's bigger. 
here's our weird watch. Right? Yeah. Let's talk about it for hours. Forever, yeah. right? Uh, and they blast well, through all that stuff. Well, there's a lot to talk about. They yeah. blast yeah. through all that stuff really fast. And then this time it was tons and tons of recap of iOS and OS X Yosemite. Yep. Like massive amounts of recap. Uh, then here's some iPads. They do all of the same things. Well, no, 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 no. That's not true. Here's an iPad. Oh, there's another one too, but we're not going to talk about it. Dieter's mad about that. And then, and then, and then, and then the here's iMac. a Retina iMac. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time on the Retina iMac. And so it was just that amount of opening recap of things we already knew. Um, also, it was the quiet period right before their earnings. Yeah, right. So they were like, "We've sold more iPhones than ever before." There was a lot, just so, so many. many iPhones. <laughs> I mean, just more than you can. I mean, think of the biggest number, <laughs> uh, a number that won't materially affect our stock price, and that's the number we. Uh, and they wouldn't. They just couldn't. I mean, they it's couldn't. Not their say fault. It. It's right. not their fault. They just couldn't say it. Yeah, it came um, off kind of weird. At it came off moment, very. But yeah. Then uh, when we were talking to them afterwards, I was like, "Cool, Amazon move." Yeah. Right. Because that's like the Amazon move. Right. We sold so many Kindles. <laughs> <laughs> Cower before us book publishers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but how many? They're like, don't you mind? So many. Just read our books. <laughs> Hashet, <laughs> you're soon to be dead. I don't know. That's how Jeff Bezos was talking. That's about right. Uh, but that like was like flowing hand. I was like, cool Amazon move. And, they, and all the Apple folks looked at me like, yeah, it's earning. We can't say it, but it was a lot. And by the way, Amazon, you know, they, uh, they don't sell very many of anything. That's why they don't have. It was right. like a little sideburn, like in there. <laughs> um, but no. So, so the iPads came out. It was a weird event. It was yeah. very low key. They didn't have a lot to say about so their stuff. Tell me, tell me this: if the September event had just been iPhones, yeah, would you have been? And and they had leaked or somehow like made everybody come to understand ahead of time that the iWatch was going to wait till October, and all we had to talk about in September were huge iPhones and you know. All of this. And iOS 8. And iOS 8. That would have been fine. Yeah. Right? Why? Yeah, I mean, it would have been normal. Like, last year they did the 5S, what? which was... Right. They were like, hey, well, they, they, they can't they, wait they on the iPhones. Cameras. They needed to sell yeah. the iPhones. That's what I mean. Like, they they should have waited on the watch. They've they built put the watch an iPhone event around a lot less than the iPhone 6. Yeah. Uh, right. And just talked about that and done fine with it, and nobody had any issue with it. Yeah. And then, so to rush out with this, I think what they're doing is, like, trying to get out as far ahead of the watch as they can. And they were like, if we get this into developers' hands a month earlier, like, that's a victory. Yeah. Like, that's and the only said, thing I can think of is they're in a race to make sure people know about this, A, so that people don't buy other watches because they're going to get good They're not worried really about fast, that. But B, because they just need to give it to developers so they can figure right. out what the hell this thing is. I mean, hang on. Do you really think that Apple is at all worried about Android Wear? Yes. Really? Yes. I okay. think they're worried that somebody else will capture the market before they do. I think Apple. I is think that a month really is not worried that this watch isn't going to be very good. <laughs> I think I'm very worried about that. No, here's... so am I. But like, I've never like the the way that Apple is doing this. Like the fact that Apple is putting Johnny Ive out in front of everybody to talk about the watch is a thing. Like yeah. Johnny Ive being on stage somewhere says something about Apple. Yeah. And like right. Apple he has really like stage fright. is working yeah. really, 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 really hard to make sure that you know how great this watch yeah. is. Right. And it's like it, it reeks of this kind of like. Well, insecurity. Almost. If you had told me in 2010, and this goes goes into the iPad review, and we should talk about that. Um, but if you had told me in 2010 when the iPad came out that four years later, people would be most excited about the iPhone and the iMac, I would not have believed you. Yeah, yeah. Right? Neither and, would Apple. I don't think. Right, and yeah. that that turn has been made where Apple's most exciting products are definitely its phones and definitely its Macs. If they had put out a Retina 12 inch MacBook Air. 
it would have blown the iPad, the interesting iPad, out of the water. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we, would, we would be talking about the 12-inch Air as, like, the ultimate laptop, blah, blah. We'd be doing all of that thing that we would do. We will be doing that next year. Um, but with the well. iPad, it's um, – and this is where she got into the reviews. With the iPad, they just have not focused on it. It feels like the iPad completely lacks, like, well, I think they, a champion at Apple. Like, nobody be. cares about this product and what it should be and where it should go yeah. in, a like, a big way. They well, care about the, the fact that it exists and they yeah. sell a bunch of them and – some developers do something, and companies like IBM want to like take it and use it as their new enterprise solution. Right. Yeah. But they are not interested in replacing laptops with it anymore. Well, they're not interested in having this be a primary computing device for most people. They're anymore. interested in that in principle. They say that they're interested in it, but it hasn't happened because like the software hasn't advanced enough to support it. The other thing that's related is like Apple had their earnings before the right around the time these reviews came out, and like. Tim Cook basically said, look, we thought the iPad was going to look like the iPhone in terms of sales trajectory. It turns out it looks more like the Mac. Yeah. And and so for that kind of product that has that kind of like growth curve, it, it's a different innovation cycle for them, apparently. Yeah, I mean, Apple Which would- is a bummer because they, it, I feel like they could juice it. They could, if they made it more productive. Yeah, I mean, what Apple needs to do is, is essentially just manage expectations with shareholders, right? Like that's what yeah. that was, is them saying... Like, hey, don't forget, we sold a lot of these. Like, they still do. Like, the fact that it's growing, that it's even decreasing in sales, they still sell a lot of them. It's a huge business. And then, but so what Tim Cook is trying to say now is, like, don't expect this number to go up that much. Also, don't forget it's really big. Right. And so then that's that's what they're trying to get at now. It's like people cheer the Mac when it goes up and when it goes down. They're like, oh, well, these things are cyclical. Something will come out and it'll go back up again. And, like, that's how it works. And that's fine. And that's what's expected. But we've been waiting on the ipad to just keep going up and like everybody waits on this like holy crap the big number and it's just not that's not going to happen i don't know i think it it hasn't happened because apple has put zero effort into anything but the hardware of the ipad and if you look at the ipad the original ipad and the new air 2 it's like magic legitimately that is magic yeah, right like let me grab this human beings are smart enough to have accomplished that goal right sure. that's crazy like that's one oh. huge mistake wow. it's so oh. ugly um that's great. Like this is a hard product to believe, right? Yeah. Like, this is this is science fiction, and you know, twenty years ago. Yeah. People, people, uh, I, I've seen people say, "Oh, it's thinner." Who cares? It like that legitimately matters to me. It like does. it feels more magical. And the it feels like nice. it's just a screen. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's cool. It's a cool thing. Um, but then you turn it on, and it, it they've let it become a giant iPhone. Yep. And as much as they don't want to say it's a giant iPhone, it's a giant iPhone. That's how it works. We already have giant iPhones. Right. And so this is a lot of information. In a world with giant iPhones, like having a giant iPhone is not very useful. Right. Um, and they just haven't done the things that you need to do to a tablet. And so, like, I, I, I we got them. We, I flew back to, yeah, it's a tray. Lovely, Dieter. You should put sushi on it. Yeah. Dieter's holding it up on his fingertips uh, like a waiter. Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, like, Go a, like a classy waiter, like a classy Germanic waiter. <laughs> um, sorry, Dieter. I'll serve schnitzel on it. <laughs> uh, no, but if you if you think about the way like people use iPads, it's as a computer that many people can like have. Right. Yeah. You can like put it on a table and like play with this. You pick it up, and Apple has just not paid attention to how people are really using these things. They're letting app developers do it. But because iOS is restricted and the App Store has all these rules, app developers can't go past what like Apple's operating system will allow them to do. Can I finish your point and then I'm I'm gonna well no and then the other thing is the that because they can't go that deep, so this thing is as powerful as a 2011 MacBook Air, right? It has three Nuts. cores, right? Like it scores really high, in key, like 2011 MacBook Air. 
But if you asked me which computer I would rather have, a new iPad Air 2 or a 2011 MacBook Air, I would definitely pick the MacBook Air. Because yeah. it is more flexible, like all of that power is more, I can use it. Like browsing the web is better on a 2011 MacBook Air than an iPad Air 2. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is kind of a damning thing to say about a tablet. A tablet, yeah. Right? Uh, but like I, the thing to me is that I, I just feel like they, the bet was almost wrong. Like I think what everybody thought was going to happen on your tablet is just happening on your phone. Yeah. yeah. And that's like the, the fundamental, the reason it's growing so fast is because all of the tablet growth that we thought was going to happen and all of the phone growth that we thought was going to happen is all just phones. Mm-hmm. Like all of that. People aren't buying tablets and not phones. Like right. they're just buying phones. Bigger and bigger phones. Right. And that's that's also why they keep getting bigger. That's why the Nexus 6 is bigger. Like the, the I think we're going to see it get bigger before the trend stops. And right. like it, that's, that's what's happening. And that to me is like, that's also why a, I think the, 9.7 inch iPad is the only one they care about. It's why the Nexus nine is nine inches instead of seven point or seven mm-hmm. inches or whatever. Yeah. Like the bet it's like, it's over clearly big tablets are the only tablets right. as far as yeah. anybody is concerned. So like little tablets were cool for what they got two years basically. Yeah. yeah. They had a, they had a minute and then yeah. phones got big enough that they did 80% of what your tablet would do and a hundred percent of all these other things. And it just stopped mattering. Yeah. And this is why like the, you know, the iPad mini is the new iPod touch. Right. Right. Like why would you buy an iPod touch at this moment when you can buy $249 iPad mini? Yeah. No. Cause the iPod touch has, cause it's faster display. than the 240. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably is. yeah uh, that, that mini is a piece. The of other thing about your review that I thought was super important. You brought it up is the, the sharing thing. Yeah. The, that is how I want to use a big tablet. I want to look at this thing and hand it to somebody. And the, the fact that, Google is so far ahead of Apple on like multi-user on tablets and mm-hmm. they've got this new feature in Lollipop which uh, will be I'll be putting up a thing tomorrow you can pin an app so yeah. you go to the multitasking view and like you hit a big pin button and then it's just locked into that app Really? So you, you don't have to like Wait, create what? a user for your yeah, it's amazing. You don't have to create a user for your kid. You, you can, you can make a guest user uh, or you can in your own space you're like find the game, open it up, hit the big green pin button and it's locked into that app. How do you get out? Uh, you like swipe up and enter your lock code and you're done. Wow. Yeah. That's brilliant. It's super so genius. Like, hey, you can use like literally you can be like, hey, you can use my phone and yeah. hand them the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's a big thing. Yeah. That's and, really smart, actually. I I really want, you know, to be able to use multiple apps on an iPad. I really want to be able to like have a shared iPad in the family and like have multiple, yeah. like give yeah. like give it to your kid. If you want to hand your iPad, like you said, if you want to hand your iPad to somebody, it's a choice between tying them your lock code or turning off the passcode. Right, which is insane. Yeah. Every single person in this office knows the lock code on my phone and my tablet now because <laughs> everybody who wants to use it, I'm like, I have to tell them the. Yeah. I have to tell them the lock code. Yeah. Every single one. I know what it is too. Just tell the people. It's okay. <laughs> Just tell. Them. It's a secret. Yeah. But I mean, I, I I don't want to get too far down the Nexus line, but like you compare the Nexus Nine hardware to this, like I. Give me this. You compare the app ecosystem. Give me this. There's yeah. so much that's right here. I just wish they would finish it. Put Android on your iPad. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you've got to be able to do it. Someone somewhere uh, has figured that out. Yeah, I don't know if they figured it out for like the right. most recent locked up. But, but so, but then then you get into the the problem with the Android tablet, which is those are all good ideas. This is interesting. Android apps. And, but here are a bunch of gigantic phone apps. Yeah. And Although like, I do, I mean, I do think we're we're getting to this point now where like this has been the tension forever, right? Like, can Google figure out hardware before Apple figures out services? Uh, and like, Google seems like it's running a little bit faster right now. Yeah, like, if little. the Nexus Six is if the Nexus Six is as good as you make it sound, it's great. Uh, then like 
that's a big deal right. for Google. Well, like if they've made a the, the camera was the only thing that sucked yeah, for a long time. It's basically in the classes of the, the 6 Plus, which the is, camera? is also great. Not the camera, the overall hardware. The okay. camera is like a really good Motorola camera. It's better. It's like it's like Moto X class. I mean, I only used it for a few minutes. Yeah, but fair. it's not a Nexus camera. It's like a Motorola. Which is to say it's not a total piece of garbage. <laughs> right. I mean, that's like, I'm t- I, I keep saying it, but it's AirPlay, iMessage, and the camera. And that's yeah. why I'm I would say I am more locked into iMessage than ever now that I can send text messages from my computer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is is reason enough to keep my iPhone. Right. And there you go. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I carry two phones. I would almost certainly buy a Nexus 6 and then oh, have yeah. two gigantic phones. <laughs> that's going to happen. That's me. why I got the smaller iPhone so I could carry the gigantic Android phone. Nah. Nah. I mean, <laughs> so uh, before we – we should talk about Google a lot, but yeah. we should finish talking about yes, Apple. Yes, we should. Uh, so the iPad Mini three, uh, Dieter, you reviewed this. The, so, but but actually, let me address the score. I didn't, thing. I didn't review this so much as I like had feelings about it. <laughs> I mean, that's how I reviewed the iPad too. Uh, so we gave this uh, the iPad Air two a really high score. We gave it a nine point. We gave them both high scores. Um, what did we give this? Eight five. Eight five. Yeah. Um, and so the reason we gave it a high score is super simple. It's, it's the best the one best you can buy. Tablet. Uh, and the hardware is remarkable. And across the tiers of pricing, you get more for less money. Right. So the high end one is cheaper. The one hundred twenty eight. Yeah. Um, with LTE is a hundred hundred dollars cheaper than last year, and it's faster, has better processor, and like you can't argue with that stuff. What you can argue with is okay, you're the market leader, you have a commanding lead, and now you're getting lazy. Like straight up, Apple is like, yeah, no one's caught up to us yet. Yeah, so we're just gonna wait and see where this goes. And the problem is that you can't wait and see where it goes because you're not enabling developers to take it anywhere. Right? It's just single purpose apps. If you could, if developers could hack this, we could hack a Mac or hack a Windows PC and like enable multitasking. Yeah. Or I don't know, like add extensions to the operating system in a real way that isn't just like share buttons. Yeah, then fine. Apple, like leave it alone. Let the developers take it. Well, you get real extensions in Safari, kind of. I mean, and photo editing. Yeah, that's about it. But like when I had my first Mac, like I used the operate, like Apple used to do this thing where they would like look at interesting extensions, to the operating system and then buy them and incorporate them in the operating right, system. Right. 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 And there's just no way for that to happen. On right. Mac. It's, I mean, and it is problematic for them because it's a great piece of hardware. It's probably the best tablet you can buy. It will do the most things. It has the most apps. Mm-hmm. It has a camera that is just under the passable level. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's right there. It's like winking at you. Yeah. Um, but no. Um, okay. And then you review the iPad mini three, which is an iPad mini two with touch ID for a hundred dollars. Yeah. And everyone, every That's review it. I read, it was like, just buy the other one. Yeah. Yep. I've never read so many reviews are like, buy the other one. Yeah. It's insane. When's the last time I think Mark Gurman was talking about this on Twitter. Like when's the last time any Apple product has been by last year's instead. Right. Ever. Um, I, yeah, I, I can't think of one. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out why it exists. I'm super. I mean, so the, th- I, I tried to figure it out and I, Gave up on the answer, but Apple likes to do this thing where they give you the new one at the exact same price point. So it seems like Apple is fixated on price points more than anything else. Yeah. And so they kept the price point because right. the, the new one costs. And, and usually every year, that's a really good deal. Oh, man, I can spend the same amount of money and get this awesome new thing. Sure. This year, like, I don't know. Like, not having Touch ID is a little frustrating on an iPad because if you're sure. used to using an iPhone, you pick it up, you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, right, happens to me every time. Yeah. But is it a hundred dollars more frustrating? No, no, absolutely not. No, it's not. Yeah, I, it it's bizarre. I mean, Apple's iPad lineup is now so confusing 
there's the iPad Mini, the iPad Mini 2, the iPad Mini 3, the iPad Air, and the iPad Air 2. Yep. Which one's better, the iPad Mini 3 or the iPad Air 2? iPad Air 2. Well, yeah, but, like, that makes no sense. Like, you're just flat, <laughs> like, in a store, True. that makes no sense. Yeah. Well, and they renamed the iPad Mini with Retina Display to the iPad Mini 2 yep. Yep. a year later, which is strange. It just, like, I just don't get it. And this is a very un y thing to do. Uh, like SKUs are fine. Like they have the storage mm-hmm. options and certain cell service and whatever. And that are we going to talk about fine. 16 gigs SKUs uh, and how that's absurd and offensive? No, but they sell those to like random like enterprise institutions and okay. schools and stuff. Like there are random places that run one app on an iPad. Right. Yeah. And that's fine. Like the, the kiosk you mount somewhere doesn't need 32 gigs of storage. Right, right. It needs 128. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and LTE. Yeah. Like the, we, yeah. The iPads we have that manage our meeting room calendars, like we should buy the cheapest ones. Oh, actually. Uh, and oh, did we? I'm sure that, they, that Chris talked about this after I got off the, the Verge live show last week, but the, the SIM is really great. Oh, the Apple SIM. Yeah. So the, it's not rolled out yet. So the, the arguably the coolest feature, and God only knows how this will actually work, is that Apple built a reprogrammable SIM where it works with most of the carriers except Verizon mm-hmm. in the U.S. and in England, I in, think. In, in, yeah, in the U.K., I think it's, it's EE and somebody else. Anyway, it, it, is the, it is the thing that you want all cellular things to be, which is you can open a screen, you can look at the available networks and how much they cost for like a week and buy it for a week and then turn it off yeah. and then switch carriers and buy it for another Yeah, week. that's amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's the exact same thing as Apple Pay. They're not the very first manufacturer or very first carrier to have reprogrammable SIMs, but they're the first important one. Yeah. It's going to be a big deal. And Chris's whole theory is that they'll come to the iPhone next year, but we'll see how that goes. I, yeah. think, I think carriers will always demand locked phones. Yeah. And if you buy an iPad from an at t it'll be locked. Basically. I was going to say, I think yeah. that's still what's going to happen, and the problem is Apple doesn't sell – unlocked iPhones at nearly the same volume it sells unlocked oh, iPads. Right. Like so it's it's most people buy iPhones through their like directly through their carrier. Yeah. Right. Uh I which certainly is did. why you've had to wait, you know, eleven and a half years for your, yeah. for your iPhone or something. No, I I bought I bought uh-huh. my iPhone from AT and T. I signed up for Next. Which Ooh. is extraordinarily confusing. Yeah, I did that too. Actually, Wait, I lucked out when I signed up. You both up for just next. like lit money on fire. You no, no, both no. know that. Right? Check it out. You're okay with this? I, I don't up. know no, that no, no, I no. did or not. I was. <laughs> I don't know. Here's I don't know the, how much it will cost. Here's the thing that happened to me. You guys, can I just have like a hundred bucks? I signed bucks? up for Next. <laughs> don't with, ask why. Uh, HTC One M8. I started making payments on that. Everything was fine, and then uh, I finally gave up on AT and T New York. I'm switching to Verizon, so I went to cancel my contract and. What's my cancellation fee? What's my ETF? They're like, you don't have one. Because of Next. I switched to Next, and all I have to do is pay off my phone, and I'm done. It, like, it, like, it, like, it voided out my ETF. Listen to what you just said. Well, I, I, all I had to do is pay. Instead like, of calling it an ETF, you're calling it a phone payment. Like, I don't yeah. get it. It's, the, but it's, it's, it's paying off the subsidy on the contract. Either yeah. way, give me $300, and you can be out of your contract. I'm just saying, man. The, the <laughs> no. feeling that like I wasn't Listen, technically under contract was Whatever great. makes you guys feel better. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm here's the thing. I went, I tried. Okay, so I don't, it was like, I don't want to use the AT&T website. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a thing I know in my heart. <laughs> uh so I like went to Apple to buy the phone and you know, I do all the rigmarole. Like we have a family plan. Everybody in my family lives in a different state. Yeah. So everybody has to go to the AT&T website and change their billing address to order a phone to have it shipped to them. It's true. Little AT&T hack. So you can't go on like the same day. You can't day. ship it to a different No, it has to ship to your billing address. It has to ship to your billing yeah. address. So if if you're like me and there's Wisconsin, Illinois, and New York, everybody is logging in to change it to their <laughs> house. 
so that's bonkers. Uh, so, so if two of you are like at the store at the same time, you're just screwed. I have been in an AT and T. This is a true story. I've been <laughs> in the AT and T store on 14th Street uh, and 8th Avenue, New York, uh, and I have tried to buy an iPhone, and they've said no, you can't because you're not from the same state billing address. And I said, give me a computer. <laughs> I logged into the AT&T account. I changed the billing address. And I was like, what now? And they sold me the phone. <laughs> wow. Uh, th- this did is you, a did true you say fact. just what now or did you say what now? No, I, I actually I didn't pay for anything. I shoplifted the phone and ran away very angrily. <laughs> Took the computer too. Uh, yeah, and, they, and they called my dad. My dad came and picked me up. He was, <laughs> he was very angry with me. Uh, <laughs> it was a weird time in my life. <laughs> I don't know. It's my early 30s. Uh, that makes no sense. Um, no, so anyway, so I went to Apple and I tried to do this. Mm-hmm. And Apple definitely like popped up a warning that was like, you will kill whatever discounts you have on your mobile share plan. Also, pick a new data plan. We suggest 300 megabytes. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what this is doing. Like, this is chaos. And if I keep going down this road, I will end up on the phone with AT&T, which is a waking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like stopped and went and used the AT&T website, which was equally confusing but somehow just cajoled me into signing up for Next. Got you good. I mean, it was it was buying an iPhone is so hard. <laughs> it's so difficult. Like I was like, I want to buy an iPhone, AT and T. I'm ready. I have upgrades. I have a contract. I've been a customer for a decade. I've had the same phone number this whole time. And they're like, but what about this confusing new choice? No, see, mine was the best because I went into the Apple Store uh, at Grand Central in New York, mm-hmm. and I went up to the thing. I was like, Hey, do you have? I wanted. Space Gray, 64 gigs, yeah. Verizon. It's like, do you have any of those? He goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> so st- I'm still, I, ha- I don't move. I stand right where I am. I open up my phone. I buy one on the Apple Store app, and I hold it up, and I say, I bought one. <laughs> and then he hands it to me, and I leave. Oh, my Wait, God. What? That's what happened. It was the most insane thing I've ever experienced. Wait, you bought one from the store? I bought, yeah, I bought one from that store. Oh, and they did in-store pickup. Did in-store pickup. On the like, I bought one on the review unit six that I was holding in my hand. <laughs> uh, so I used an iPhone six to buy an iPhone oh six, God. and then literally, like, it was I didn't mean it to be mean, but it was super mean. I was just like, I bought it, <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy just like sheepishly handed me a phone and I was like, <laughs> just like danced out of the Maybe store. Maybe I should just go to a store, yeah. and I have to figure out how to cancel this order I made. At AT&T. Yeah, I don't know. Space Gray one twenty eight eighteen T. Just if it's out there. The way to go just float to me just come bring it to me <laughs> bring oh. it to me okay can we talk about google i want to talk about yeah email. well yeah i've been using inbox obsessively for like 20 we need to talk about now. the imac for four seconds it's pretty it's over there it's it seems pretty. a little slow it over, no, it's there. not slow it's, right it's not slow john it's told me right it's slow yeah. john thinks that sure things are slow that are not slow every the first generation of every retina computer has been slow no, no. but it's not but what, what it's not is not what it's not is it's, like exceptionally fast Right, like you don't get the sense that like, and we're using the crazy specked out iMac. Yeah, we have like uh, a so terabyte of flash. It's a monster. This thing. Yeah. Like I was telling Dieter before, you like you download a huge app, and then you you know how you drag it to the applications folder. Mm-hmm. Like I keep dragging it, and nothing happens. And then I drag it again, and it's like you already copied this gigantic <laughs> file. I'm like whoa. <laughs> uh, but like it's it's very fast. It does its job really well. But like I. Uh, and I've I, you know I'm playing crazy games at yeah. with the graphics all the way up, and it works great. But, like, all the power in this thing is very clearly required to make it run well. Like, I worry a lot about the base model of right. this mm-hmm. thing. Like, the one that's $2,500 might feel like that. Yeah. 
And that's what I worry about. Like, I need to actually get my hands on one of those to figure out whether that's true or not. But yeah, like, I mean, I remember. I feel like reviewed. I'm right at the ceiling of like what feels great, and I'm using the crazy spec'd out one. Right. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like the first generation, I, the the first 13 inch Retina MacBook Pro, the definitely the the 15 inch, the first mm-hmm. 15 inch Pro, they all kind of like struggled. Yeah. And like this one is beyond like. They they had to build crazy custom parts. Like you can't use it in target display mode because display port won't drive that screen. Right. right. I mean, the screen is insane. Yeah. Like, just full stop. It's an unbelievable screen. Right. It's like it's the best computer monitor I have ever used, and I've used a lot of computer monitors. Yeah. No, I mean, Apple. I mean, that's where they're, they're putting their money. Like, it's interesting that they've revved the Mac to a point where everyone's like, I want to buy a new Mac. Right. And no one I know is like, I want to buy a new iPad. Yeah. No. I wonder, like, the... I wonder how much Apple has shortened the upgrade cycle of a Mac over time. Because, like, I think for a long time you got a Mac and then when it died you bought a new one. And I, I get the sense, just this is purely anecdotal, but, like, I see people wanting to upgrade more frequently now because they're doing things that matter more. Interesting. Mm. Right? Like, and this is, it's possible that this Maybe is Maybe it's conspiracy a total with, lie. with Google to make Chrome suck slightly more every year <laughs> until you have it's to. Until you just have to get a new one. Dude, but I have to, I, I was hoping that, uh, the um the air would get upgraded because um Becky's MacBook Air is like it's the one we bought yeah. from Dieter. Yeah. When right Dieter here. first moved to New York or when we moved to New York, we bought Dieter's old MacBook Air because he was I don't know why you were selling it, but we just bought it from you. Yeah. Uh and this thing is just like the fan is on. Like it's just like it's just a low level noise in our apartment is the fan of this MacBook. And I refuse until there's a retina air to upgrade it. Yeah, it's real sorts of tension in my life. Well, I, the the running theory is that they're waiting for Broadwell, which yeah. has right. been super delayed from right. Intel, and I like that seems entirely logical to yeah, me. But yeah, but just announce it, you know, just like let me know it's coming. Yeah, but they don't do that uh, with Macs, no. except the Mac Pro. Right. Like if it looks like Darth Vader, they they announce it. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm, just saying. Like, I'm gonna end up buying a MacBook Air, and because that one's going to explode. Yeah, but like I I, I legitimately wonder if buy an iPad, what they were what they didn't do it's faster than that air by the way. Yeah. But, like, I, I wonder if part of the empty space that we felt in that Apple keynote was that MacBook Air not being there. And it had been planned for for so long that they had, mm. they had set all this stuff up and then it disappeared. And, like, I'm sure it was months ago that right. they figured out this wasn't going to happen. That's but possible, like, yeah. I wonder if that's that empty space. Because if they had been able to come out and say all of our Macs are Retina now, mm-hmm. like, that's a big deal. Yeah, right. That and that's, that's a thing they get to really yeah, come out We've known with. that Broadwell was delayed for a long time, for, like, two, three months at least. Yeah, but they, like... The actual time of the delay is right. forever unknown, and delay means different things to everyone else than it does to Apple. Yeah, yeah. fair, fair. Uh, yeah. Uh, Apple's like, we built, we built you a factory in town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, like, that's just a conspiracy theory, but I, I wonder. By the way, speaking of the factory conspiracy theories, that makes no sense. GT Advanced? Yeah. yeah. Do you hear this thing? Mm-hmm. Like the, the They're giving corp- up on Sapphire? They're the, no, they're selling the, this company that was building Sapphire displays for Apple. Yeah. Like, went into bankruptcy. They're selling all their furnaces. And the bankruptcy court was going to release, like, the contract or an affidavit from the COO of the company detailing what the contracts look like and all their deals. And the judge, and Apple's like, we got to silence this. Like, we shut it down. It's got to stay secret. And the judge was like, I don't know why. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And Apple immediately settled. Wow. <laughs> We're done. Uh, I mean, I feel like yeah. the, the only other way that story ends with is, like, and then he was found dead the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> he, he then died. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's an old, old joke. Okay, let's talk about Google. So you um, went to Google. Yeah. So I have to say the Nexus rollout, just weirdest rollout is, of any product I've ever seen. It is a bonkers weird rollout. They they announced it with a blog post. Yeah. Uh, 
all like Nexus six, Nexus six, Nexus nine, and Lollipop. Yep, and the Nexus player, and the Nexus Which player. Is like just like a blog post. Nobody cares about. <laughs> and then they let some media us included. Thank you, Google, to go like do a hands on. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot that is new in Lollipop, like yeah. a lot that like isn't even out really that people just don't know. And rushed through that, and then they're gonna do instead of an event, they're gonna do like an open house thing, I guess. Yeah. Um. It's a weird rollout. Like, yeah. you've got legitimately good products. Yeah. These are, like, the tablet, it's a little thicker than I'd like, but it's fast. It's good. It all feels like... And the Nexus 6 is, like, great. It's a huge Moto X. And <laughs> it's a huge Moto X, and it's it's fast, and Lollipop looks great I on like it. I like that the code name was Shamu. Yeah, I mean, they're perfect. They're very straightforward about what this thing yeah. is. <laughs> um, like, it's big and you'll love it. <laughs> Like Shamu. <laughs> yeah. Google could have done a keynote. They could have done a let us tell you what Lollipop is. Let us show you a big ass phone. And here's a tablet with an all new processor. Mm-hmm. And we're. It's a K1, right? Yeah. Nitegra. That just isn't. That's never been Google's style, though. It's weird. Like, the, yeah. other than IO, like, Google just doesn't have right. big events. Yeah, but it's. They've done like- little events. They, did, they do, like, little, like, Room events and yeah. Sundar gets up and talks about the Chromebook all, Pixel. Yeah, that's always Sundar being like, look at this trackpad. And then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing. It feels, like, well, no, it feels like a lot of companies are super reflexive against being compared to Apple and Apple events. Yeah. So Microsoft for uh, Windows 10. Oh, yeah, that event. They basically like had like a very – like they invited people to like a living room to like watch television. Like I mean it was like that yeah. size. Yeah. And they're very clear. Like we don't want to make a big deal out of this. Like – um, there is the sense that you that having a big event against a product right. sets expectations that you will like have people waiting in line to buy it later. Right, that's fair. Um, but Google, I mean, I just don't know what they're doing. Like, there, okay, you can make it smaller, but like, show up and tell people about all the stuff you made. Tell a story. There's a right. story yeah. to tell about this thing. Like, we heard the material design story at I/O, but the uh, the full story, yeah, is like really good. The 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 my favorite thing probably because it reminds me of webOS is the uh, the multitasking thing mm-hmm. is now called overview and you can have multiple cards per app so when you hmm. create a new email it creates another card in the overview so then you can switch oh, between wow. your draft and your inbox or your draft in the you know one of one of your chrome windows it's like window switching yeah uh, and there's like lots of little tweaks. There's, um, there's ambient light sensor. They, they do, they've created a new version of do not disturb that it's called priority that lets you allow certain apps to notify you when you're in priority mode and other apps can't, and you can choose it granularly one by one. Right. There's just lots of little mm-hmm. tiny tweaks that add up together to like, this feels different. Right. And I wish that I could, I, I can't wait to review them basically because yeah. just playing around with it. Android's always had this reputation of like it can do more, like it feels more productive, and we, yeah. because we're Google Apps users, we definitely feel that way. Right. Um, basically, take that, make it really colorful and bright, and like a little bit of like you know more animation and like more tactile in the design yeah. of it, and then increase the productivity of it. Right. That's that's. I mean, they're push. They're definitely pushing Android farther yeah. right and now, and then put that on a big ass phone. <laughs> yeah, like it's great. <laughs> Is it? Is it going to run on the Nexus yeah. 5? Yeah. Hmm. So if I, you're, what you're saying is I should continue using my Nexus 5 mm-hmm. and then glue like a like a Canon G7 to the back of it. Yeah. 
and then that should be my phone. I'm just waiting. I'm hoping that it, that's, it saves that's, my Nexus 7. That's about right. It's not going to save my Nexus My Nexus 7. 7, which resets every 20 minutes. Nothing. No Nexus 7 has ever lasted for more than eight months. But it fits my back pocket. No, not, no one argued with me. <laughs> no, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, an Nexus yeah. like literally the world's most disposable computer. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, co- really good it costs nothing, last, right? It costs yeah. 179 yeah. or 200 bucks or whatever. Like, he, I bought this. Here it is. It's in my house. Have so I ever complained? Eight months of joy, and then, you're, and then something bad will happen to this. Have thing. I ever complained publicly about AT&T and the Nexus 7? I mean, when do we not complain about When you put an AT&T SIM card into the Nexus 7, it turns off the ability to tether. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. they, they, Super normal. It's great. Thanks, AT&T. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Google. Google made the decision. Anyway, Look, Google I'm, made the decision not to support AT&T. No, but this is it. So I like live a life. I have AT&T iPhone. That's mm-hmm. like that's a thing that just come keeps over happening. to come over to Verizon, man. It's, it's great. I it's like I gotta drag the whole. It's like Darth Raider, but a Darth Vader. Darth Vader, but a suit Darth is red. Raider. Darth Raider. Darth Raider. Uh, no, it's like, no. The next you know what Verizon is? Star Wars. It's the Imperial Guard <laughs> Darth, and the Darth Death Raider. Star. were in the red red coat. Yeah, I forget I, what they're called. Uh, anyway, Nexus Six. Nexus Six. It's it, it feels it feels like a big Moto X. The back is it's not soft touch like a standard nexus it's mm-hmm. like this hard eggshell you, plastic thing the, it's good can you customize it i don't know mm. yeah that'd be cool um screen's fine yeah i mean it, it, dual speakers it does indeed yeah. look like a gigantic metal and it's exactly what it is but so it's, really, it's, it's really thicker than an, it's, it's weird it's thicker than a six plus but it has the exact same battery hmm. my question is where are they where are they going to sell these things everywhere for 649 no, 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 they're, they're with the carriers. How much is all the, all the okay, carriers are. are signed on? That's that's the whole point. Uh, that Dan Seifert wrote a really good article about this. That that this is a nexus where the carriers are back on board. Right. Yeah, it's the stupid TikTok of right. Google loving and hating carriers. Right, right, right. But like that to me, it makes it all the weirder that Google didn't have an event here. Like if this is a play, like if they're doing something here, they're really making a move towards this being a big deal. Wait, is it why on would Verizon? you not talk about mm-hmm. it? Verizon selling this product. I'm ninety percent sure. I guarantee the Verizon one comes out eight months late and is crippled. In the <laughs> and it's actually just a Nexus 5. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, it's bigger. Yeah, nothing. it is coming to Verizon. Yeah. I guarantee. Now it. I got to find out if I can get it in multiple colors. Are you? Can you order it right now? Probably. I yeah, ordered the Nexus 5 on the Vergecast. I might as well order the Nexus 6. Well, but let's see. There's also the Nexus 9, which is really interesting. Talk about the Nexus 9 while I order this Nexus 6. <laughs> the Nexus 9 is... Uh, <laughs> Well, really it's an HTC this? thing, oh, yeah. oh, it's definitely and since it's made by HTC, it's a little bit thicker than you hope. Uh, but it's Am I really gonna eight point nine is a really good screen size. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's four by three. It, yes, it's, finally a four by three tablet. Yeah, it's more portable than a Air in terms of like fitting in your bag, even though it's thicker. But it's it doesn't feel constrained like a seven inch tablet. But the idea of buying a seven inch tablet right now is insane to me. Do no, I, I think do I want midnight blue can, or cloud white? Mm, oh, pre orders available starting in ten twenty nine. Yeah. Come wow, on, man. Here I look. Sorry, here bro. I am. Here I am. Like, well, it is weird that they you can pre-order a Nexus Nine right now. Like, why? Prevent Although the from the base model of the Nexus Nine is <laughs> sixteen gigs. You're not getting gigs, it now anyway. <laughs> what which is offensive. Like, if any, what the base model of the Nexus Nine is sixteen gigs. No, which 16, is offensive. sixteen gig tablets. That's uh, <sighs> stop that's, doing. That's it. all you get. The big question is, will they get? Um, well, will material design feel good on the big tablet? It did to me. Will they get? developers to make apps that feel native to a tablet size and will mm. this k1 processor end up being a fluke because wasn't the first nexus that had a like a tegra and yeah. then it was like oh this is amazing and then it turned out no nah, not really not so much the nexus the nexus one had an omap three 
No, I meant the first Nexus tablet. Oh, the yeah. The first yeah, Nexus yeah, 7, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I I, I, mean, the, I legitimately the, don't – I feel like I don't trust NVIDIA. The K1 is by basically every objective measure like a monster of a processor. Yeah. Yeah, uh, right. and and I have I've never read anything that says otherwise, so I have no reason not to believe it. Uh, it was fast. But Motorola has a long history, a long and checkered history of using weird processors and then making slow phones and making slow devices. Yeah, but mm. those were all from like TI. And well, no, that's like, hey, MediaTek. The, one the, of the best no, no, trends. The, the Nexus, the Nexus <laughs> Six is a standard Snapdragon eight hundred five. Yeah, because that's yeah. the phone, and the phone has to be good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Is is that what we're saying? Like here we made another Android tablet. Like yeah. four people will buy it and the processor will be weird and the battery life will be low and maybe it'll get really hot and no one's gonna make apps for it. But our phone is really good. Mm. <laughs> like that's your whole story. What was the what was what was HTC's last tablet? The jet the the, the, jet. the what was it called? The bacon. The, was the, one it the that, jet stream? The jet stream, the yeah. one that cost all the dollars. Yeah. yeah. And just did nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. the the flyer is. How much longer will HTC last? Made. Ten minutes. Like they might yeah, have died about, while we were on this. What about cast. the re-camera? I want it uh, two years. Two years. That's my call. Two years. Two yeah. years. I buy that. Death watch. Mm-hmm. It's on. There it is. Mark it down. I think two years might be too long. Today. I think Lenovo buys HTC in the next like four months. Remind me in two years <laughs> that HTC is dead. Here's your reminder for October twenty third, two thousand sixteen, at nice. nine a.m. Yes. At 9 a.m. Okay, I'll remind you. <laughs> Got it. Just checking. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What else you guys want Let's to talk about? about inbox. Nexus I. Let's Nexus. talk about Inbox. So, right, material inbox. design. Uh, inbox, new app. We should talk about all the new stuff. We all have it, right? Can we just make everyone super jealous? We have all you have guys it. gotten You are thousand... not getting invited. Yes. Like, I have gotten... I do not have invites. I'm not yeah. kidding you when and I say I'm... I've gotten 600 emails today asking for it. Yeah. Okay, and I'm from super a, a sorry that I'm not replying to people. you. And everyone's very polite about it, too. They're like, I know... This is such an intrusion on your email, but if you don't give me an invite, I'll murder your family. Yeah. No, it's, it's literally it's everyone. It's like uh, it's like bullies from high school who found me on Facebook, uh, like eight-year-old kids in India yeah. who are like, will you be my friend? Like just the whole world, like yeah. entrepreneurs in Germany. It's like just everyone is like, maybe you'll invite me to inbox. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but it's material design, and I think it looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, the but only thing I don't about, like so is you that were the, um, the, they use the, the color for the different bundles to – Indicate what section. Well, you're well in talk about right. what a bundle is. Go go through the. Okay, so the idea is your inbox is a pain, and mm. Google's been trying to fix it a bunch, and they've tried different things. And one of the things they recently tried is they made tabs for like your forums and your promotions, and those are terrible, and I hate them. I think they're great. I hate them. They're the worst. They don't work. Right is the problem. Like the, I actually think it's a good idea, and I think bundles are a good idea, but they don't work. So right. what they do, what they've done is they've put everything in a single reverse chronological list. But if there's a bunch of emails that all fit into a category, like a bundle, like your flight information or whatever, they put, stack them all together, and then you can go in, get rid of the ones you want, keep the rest of them. Yeah. They also do this thing where uh, they display information from within the email in a card right there in the main inbox. So flight information, package tracking. I don't know addresses whatever. So like I'm looking right now. I I just got a I got a pitch from a company that's yep. talking about bikes, yep. and they sent me a YouTube a link to YouTube that's like in line in the email yep. and attached an image, and both of those things are surfaced right on my inbox. Yeah. They've they've made it really awesome. easy to dismiss stuff. They've added the ability. They've added uh, reminders, uh, so you can like just toss a reminder in there. It also shows up in Google Now. Uh, they've made it really easy to like categorize stuff. They've made it. They've done a really good job where it'll do like heuristics. So if you say 
call Neli, then the reminder will actually have Neli's phone number right mm-hmm. there in the list, so I can just tap it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that part is all cool. Like, yeah. the notion that email is like a never-ending incoming stream of information mm-hmm. and somebody else should process it for you yep. and make that information useful in a way that doesn't require you to think is maybe the smartest idea about email like ever. It's very clearly an offshoot of like Google Now. Yeah, well, and they've also done a really good job of taking that concept but not making you feel like you're out of control because the idea of a computer figuring out my email for me right. and like the way Mailbox does it, for example. Oh, by the way, Inbox does all the Mailbox stuff so you can snooze it so it'll appear when you get to work or like four yeah. hours later or whatever. Um, but Mailbox does this auto-categorization stuff where it auto-hides stuff, mm-hmm. and that's freaky. Terrifying. Like, it, yeah. I'm still nervous about spam filters, that I'm, right. I'm going to lose stuff there. Yeah. But this does all of that auto stuff without making you feel like you've lost control of it. You can still go in there, and you don't miss anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I it's, re, it's very clever. It's a lot of very clever ideas with mm-hmm. email. I think most of the other ideas I've seen about email, apart from Mailbox— um, and that's really the the most interesting other email client I've ever seen. Mailbox is like built on like IMAP hacks, right? Right. It makes all kinds of janky folders all through your email. Yep. If you if you go back to it, it's like, wow, I Mailbox ruined everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but most other email, like you know, every time Apple does a new iOS or they do a new OS ten, they spend like three minutes talking about like the weird mail app. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like we added VIP folders, and it's like nobody wants those. <laughs> like n- like nobody. It's there's this game that we're playing where computer power users are like deep, they're lost deep in the weeds of like workflows, mm-hmm. right? And you can add like power user features that like make one tiny weird workflow better, and then like a thousand people are happy. But for most people with email, it's like I don't have a workflow. Like here's this never ending flood of shit, right? And somebody else, please deal with it. For well, but that that to me is not the like the, they're on the wrong side of that conversation, but the wrong side of the conversation that everyone is on the wrong side of is like everybody writes this think piece every day where it's like email is not the problem. We are right. Like yeah. <laughs> the idea that we use email wrong and, it's, and, and that email should be like a, a mailbox yeah. where we keep letters to each other mm-hmm. as opposed to like anything else. Like that's what all of these things are trying to get at is like, right. yeah, but and that's what Sparrow was for a long time. It's like write letters. What this is, is Google saying, here's how you use email. It's a stream of shit that you have to do something with. Yep. Sometimes that's just right. make it go away. Sometimes yep. that's take action. Sometimes that's respond. Sometimes right. that's call Neli. Like, and what it's always. doing, it's always calling me live. <laughs> no, Barnes and Noble's like having a sale. The, the, speech you're, the speech you're giving me right now is precisely the speech that the product managers gave me when they first introduced the product. It's like yeah. we are, we love email. We aren't going to like fix it. We're going to, we're going to fix it by fixing it for you, not trying to change people's behavior. Right. Your the, email, you're yeah. always going to get promo emails. Right. You're always going to get flight information sent to you. You're always going to get this crap showing up in your inbox. So let's make the inbox better. Right. And the idea is not like we're, it's not, we're not using email wrong. We're using email the way we use email. And this to me is really exciting because, so, like, because it's the first thing that actually sees the way that we use. Email. I will ask you, my friend who loves standards. Oh, it's why the worst. you're okay with this? <laughs> because no. this 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 is it's, the end of like email yeah. as a standard, right? Yeah, Where it, you can have it, it, it on a it's mail plugged client directly into Gmail. It. It's getting access that nobody else is getting. It's but there's um, a Gmail API coming, right? Yeah. Well, it's for, supposedly for this stuff. I mean, yeah. Whatever. 
Well, they announced it. Anyway, but like this is the end of email as like a standard service that you can sign up for and mm-hmm. like plug shit into. Right. But we had a, we had a beautiful hundred years where we were able to communicate with each other not via corporations, not by like serfdom or yeah. paying somebody to do it, or we could pay the government, you know, the post office right. to do it. We had, a, and then we had the internet, and there was a beautiful open time there. But that time is over. The only way to communicate with each other is by paying somebody else. It's going to cost me twenty bucks just wait, to wait, say wait, hi wait, to you wait, tomorrow. Wait, how would you if you Speech lived in next, the eighteen hundreds? Yeah, you had the Pony you, Express. You had to pay the Pony Express. Yeah, but it was run by the government, and that was like that. That helped. Why did that help? Because <laughs> it was ponies. Still are, ponies are a standardized thing. No, I'm saying we had. A this beautiful, is like wanting like, to pay for your phone, but not your carrier. Right. That, Western Union was a corporation. Yeah, okay, we had a beautiful fifty years then. Where like standards of the internet like let you do whatever you want. Yeah, and you, you wouldn't need to pay a corporate entity in order to right. communicate. And we let that go. It's over now because <laughs> they made it better. Mm. This is legit. Like my first email experience was on Pine. In yeah, college. mine too. Yeah, right. Like I paid a lot of money to go to that college. Pine was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like I used to pay AOL before that. Then I paid. Uh, Whatever crappy Wisconsin era, ink, ink. Well, but, net, but then it yeah, then but it you got, could go to the library and get it. <laughs> yeah, right? but like, like then, only because of more and more corporate involvement. I I disagree with your premise. Well, you're wrong. When did you not have to pay with a corporation and pay to communicate with somebody at a distance? When you went to school, you know, at you went distance. to college or went to high school and got a free email address. Right. Or when you when you had. Like, okay, like, how, how deep do you want to go when you set up your own server with an email thing on it in your house and you fair. plug it into the internet? Okay, fair. That's the one. Yeah. You could do that. You can mm-hmm. still do that. Yeah. But the best experience is to, like, give it to Gmail, like, to Google. Right. And let Gmail, like, filter out your flight information and pop it up in Google. Now. Yeah. And to just trust them completely. Because not only are they reading your email for ads now, they're reading your email to give you information, which is fine. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not going to go stallman on this thing, but... At least accept that we had some like openness and intercommunication between things and we had a chance to like build an open ecosystem where there could be an email store and then there could be a plethora of apps that were able to communicate it as first class citizens and we don't live in that world anymore. It's just like Twitter. There was a time when Twitter was like a place where things went and there was an open system for apps to talk yeah. to it and we don't live in that world anymore. And, that's what and maybe like- that world is better, but we should admit that like we had a chance to build it a different way and chose not to. I don't think in the case of Twitter, that world is just clearly not better, right? Like, because oh well, which well, world is not better? The world, the one we live in now. I here's completely the with, agree. Here's the thing with Twitter. Twitter, uh, Twitter is a very pretty hate machine. Good, good. Uh-huh. Nice uh-huh. It's the 25th anniversary, uh-huh. 30th. Something that, like that was that was yeah. That was That's for you. Uh, um, no, if you look at Twitter, like there used to be uh, like a wide like a wide ranging amount of innovation that happened, right? Because everyone's making Twitter apps. Right. Like yep. lots of people were like innovating different things or pushing the service in different ways. And it was like a, it was a playground, right? Well, it was what Twitter was built on. That's like how app right. replies and hashtags became a thing yep. was like, they put out a small but thing. That wasn't ha- that, big things. But that wasn't happening in email. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I couldn't tell you why, but it certainly wasn't happening in email. What's and, and so it's weird. It wasn't happening until a few years ago when like Gmail apps started percolating up. It, it happened because there was a lack of a decent Gmail app on iOS and right. a lack of a yeah, decent mobile fair. email app that wasn't called BlackBerry. That's what that's what it was. Right. But if you think about Twitter, like this base of innovation, if you think about Twitter when Twitter closed their platform off, like the innovation stopped, right? Yeah. 
and Twitter has a lot of words to do now to figure out all the, all the innovation needs to around like harassment and abuse and then making money and then like yeah, I mean, Twitter. Think about but okay, if you think actually, about, I got to stop you. But as you watch email, as the email funnel closes, mm-hmm. the innovation rate is actually increasing because these companies are now differentiating their core email experiences right. as opposed to like their email apps that plug into different providers. Sure. Well, so maybe it looks it's more like messaging apps than Twitter right. where right. you have this proliferation of things that are Well that's another place where like we like I'm not saying that the open interconnected world is always better I'm just saying that like there's things that are valuable there that we're well, not getting I also think it's always better I mean like what if you could uh, only uh, it's it's text messaging versus messaging apps right like people use messaging apps but everybody if text messaging went away tomorrow everybody would revolt Right. right, right, like because that's how we connect to each other and if you couldn't just make phone yeah. calls to other people if that wasn't an identifier. And that's yeah. like, that's the thing to me is that's what's the, you know, the conspiracy theory, logical conclusion of all this is that eventually my Gmail address will not talk to your Outlook address. Right. Right. And that's like, that's not inconceivable. Well, yeah, well, so, I mean, and when that happens, email dies. Like flat out it dies. Yeah, but right. I, there's too email many. Email becomes gammer. Like yeah. it's a corporate communication tool and that's when Slack kills email. Right. Is but that, I, that, that will that'll never, never happen. happen. It, it, it no, can. I mean it won't. But that's that's the danger, right? Like what we're talking about is fundamentally that danger that they stop being able to talk to each other, right? No, the danger. But like we we build a, the messaging app world like that hellscape that you're describing with email, right? We did we decided to do it that way, right? And it's and there was, no there was decided. A, we just let people do whatever they want, right? Yeah. Well, there was a period where like Microsoft was in trouble for not communicating the way they were supposed to with AOL or whatever the deal. No, was. It was a, AOL was in trouble. AOL for was in trouble for not opening it to yeah. But like that. Yet another story of well <laughs> missing the boat. Yeah, um, but like AOL opened it up, and then what happened? Like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's just. I, I don't think that these apps are in any like email will persist because there's enough commercial incentive for every company that exists to want to be able to reach everybody, and everybody has an email address. Well, the only apparently person I not, know, according to uh, Twitter. Huh? What? The digits, the new developer platform. That oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a solid segue. Right, it was well this guy. I wish we had a noise. Yeah, um, I should I should preface this by saying I am a, a longtime friend with the the main guy that presented the new Twitter thing. His name is no. Michael Ducker. Okay, well so, then you have to leave because yeah, you're well, clearly just Gamergate. <laughs> Can you start yelling Gamergate anytime you're mad at somebody? Actually, I'm gonna I'm imagine a world where Twitter still had an open API and the same thing that happens on like WordPress message boards where WordPress blogs where you could sign up for a service that has a blacklist of horrible people and you're like, those people don't get to comment on it. Right. And I could have a Twitter app that I could just sign up for the blacklist and then I wouldn't be like auto those all those people would be auto blocked. That could that would happen in an open ecosystem, right. which Twitter is not. Right. I mean, I at some point Twitter has is having a developer conference this week, so it's, yep. you can't actually get them on the phone. Um, but next week I'm going to talk to Twitter, and it like it is we're at the point where speaking of Gamergate, uh, Twitter has to start to be accountable for the fact that they have they have let their platform become just pretty a hate hot, machine, a hotbed of abuse, yeah. right? Um, and even just stupid things like. There are part of the harassment is people making fake accounts and like impersonating other people. And mm-hmm. Twitter won't verify the real accounts. Yeah. Just won't do it. Who knows why? Because you don't work at the New York Times or you don't work at The, the Verge. Verge, right? Or something, right? Like it's ridiculous. You're a game developer. Like it's, there's like all this weird stuff happening around Twitter that yeah. they need to start being accountable for. But that's neither here nor there because 
that is the stuff where the platform provider needs to step up and be the central authority, and you can't get it from like a huge yeah. Well, and 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 to be clear, like Twitter can't have it both ways. If they want to be like we're an open platform, we can't stop this. Then okay, let us stop it. But instead, we're not an open platform. We're in charge. You have to use Twitter our way. Okay, fine. Right. Then make it not terrible for people that are being abused. Yeah. Those are your choices. Yeah, I mean, and it seems like it it would be. Like the the Twitter that has always existed is much more the former, right? Where it's like we're a platform, we're not responsible for how you use it. We built this thing, do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they shut down the do whatever you want with it part. Yeah. Right. So they're just like they're turning a blind eye to something that they're not enabling anyone else to solve. Right. right. And, and, but they're and like I actually don't think Twitter no, they, is they, responsible, but Twitter or I don't think Twitter well, should be responsible for fixing hate speech on Twitter. I really don't. Like it's it's not it's the same as like YouTube sort of throwing its hands up to copyright takedown. But no, but, it's like. It's they they built a thing that you put on what you want, and that's what it's made of. But what they need to do is give other people the tools to do it. Right, right. Well, they need, like they that, need to pick the one or the that other. They haven't is right. right. You can't ha- you can't have it both ways. Right. You're right. And, well, no, but and, and to be clear, like, Twitter might not have their... the ability to stop that. Right, they might not like technically have the resources to fix it, and right. we can't be super pissed at them about that. It's a super hard problem to solve. Right. Oh, I disagree. We be kind of pissed. You know, YouTube comments with two years ago were uh, the uh, worst on the internet. And they are the worst on the internet. <laughs> no, I yeah. would I would tell you that 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 we wide right. wide open <laughs> wide open Twitter is worse than YouTube. Mm, Straight yeah. up, wide yeah. open Twitter is way I worse would, than YouTube yeah, comments. That. Yeah, that's um, fair. And YouTube has all kinds of tools now. Like YouTube knows, like where do most people watch video? They watch it on YouTube, right? They need to like protect themselves and shield themselves from all the bullshit that happens on YouTube comments. And they're doing a better job. Their YouTube's biggest problem is that the biggest consumers of YouTube are like thirteen-year-olds, right? Like, so they have like bad ideas. And well, they, yeah, <laughs> and they type them into the text box, right? Like, um, it's not that people are crazier. It's like literally that they're not sophisticated. Right. Like the people who like leave YouTube comments for the most part are not like are not particularly sophisticated because the majority of them are very very young. Twitter's biggest problem is that it's people super easy to be horrible. Right. Yeah. Well, right? and like also fire it off into the void and be horrible. It's super easy to be horrible, and but this is a thing that I want to write, and maybe I will. Uh, I told Dave about it. It's not only is it super easy to be horrible; it's super hard to ignore it. Right. It's super hard to block it. It's super hard to just move past it. You know, right. if someone writes a horrible thing on a Nazi site, I just don't go to that Nazi site. Right. But Twitter is there, and the the moment when you see it and the moment when you process the horribleness that's coming in from you is so short because it's only 140 characters that you can't like, oh, something terrible is over there. I'm not going to do it. It's just, it's there, and you, it goes yeah. right into your brain. And it, 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 it's a very, and this is Twitter's power, right? Twitter's strength is that it was designed for like a click of like cool nerds at South by Southwest like right. in 2007. Right. And it's still built on that foundation. Like everyone should talk to each other. The world will be better. The green revolution will take place. Um, but the reality is they have to balance all that idealism against the fact that horrible people are using it. And that means giving people tools. And we did end up talking about Gamergate yet again. Um, Whoopsies. Yeah. Uh, Gamergate. Read, uh, read Chris Grant's piece on Polygon. It's really good. And also Addie's piece today. Addie's piece today is really good. Um, she's great. Addie and TCR are very fired up about Gamergate. We're just, yeah, we're, just, we're, just, we're just letting them run. The thing mm-hmm. I keep uh, and, thinking and, is, and Chris Grant at Polygon, and, and Todd Vanderwerf actually has been doing great yeah. stuff at Fox. Mm-hmm. Sorry, our company's cool. It's, it's yeah, no big deal. Everyone's all fired up. You want to talk about the, the what, what do we got left? Voyage. You want to talk about the Voyage? Wait, can we talk about Apple Pay real fast? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so Apple Pay's out. Mm-hmm. It works. You used it. it. Did you? I still haven't used it. I used it. How was it? it? Tell me everything. Uh, it was super easy. 
because the technology has existed for a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I think like, is really interesting? Wait, a hundred years? Like, Pony cool. Express? Yeah. No, I mean, like, it's out. It's been there. Like, it's not, it's like, it's baked out, right? Like, I opened Apple Pay. I opened Passbook. I didn't even do the thing where I had to take a picture of my credit card. They're like, do you want to use the credit card you use yeah, for yeah, Apple stuff? Mine too, yeah. Yeah. And then I pushed a button and it showed up. That is the... That is one of the killer features. Do you think Dwayne Reed? We should ask. We should call Walgreens and Dwayne Reed. Don't steal this story. I'll kill you. Copyright. Hashtag patent. Uh, don't steal the story. We should call Walgreens and Dwayne Reed and see if they had a crazy sales spike in the first day of Apple Pay. They just sold all the licorice. Yeah, like, like seriously. Like, I was like, I'm going to buy this Diet Coke, uh, this pack of Mentos, uh, <laughs> and I don't know. Like, all of Chris make Rush, a one of our reporters. Let me get a vape. And he was like, I bought candy corn. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't know why. But Everyone I bought, bought garbage corn. the first yeah. day. Of Apple Pay. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is bad for me. Is yeah. this a vape? <laughs> I'm going to do some vaping today. <laughs> By the way, it's I buy free money when it's Apple I Pay. buy vapes almost every time I go to a convenience store. This is just a thing that Not happens. CVS, though. <laughs> why? CVS doesn't sell them. Huh? Why? Because I, I, I don't want to buy like what I have what I have termed a diesel vape. <laughs> so Dieter has a diesel vape. Kyle, who runs our studio, has there are diesel vapes all through this there room. There are diesel vapes yeah. all through this room. Like what you don't know about the studio. Can you back up? Back up. Can you explain what you mean by diesel vape? So okay, so here is here is as I understand it, the brief history of vaping. Mm-hmm. Oh lord! It actually goes back <laughs> to the forties. <laughs> it goes back to the forties. So in the forties, yeah, yeah. people were crazy. No, yeah. no, a brief history of vaping. First, there were electronic cigarettes, which were designed to look like cigarettes. Those are the pens, right? Yeah. Right. That's like a blue or an enjoy. And that's basically like faking it. Right. Like you're there. Oh, you're doing a brief history of like mass produced popular. Vaping. Yeah. Not, not your proper. weird like underground vape action. Okay. Dieter was saying. vaping way before vaping was cool. <laughs> All right. I I'm was saying in, in the modern <laughs> era, in the modern vape life. Right. <laughs> so like the first, last eight months. Yes. First, they were like the, the fake brief, cigarettes that wait, lit up with blue on the end. Wait, hold yeah. on. You, gotta, you, you can gotta still go get those. One, who was the tipping point? Like, what was there? Was was it like Ashton Kutcher vaped? This no, one it time? was those weird no. ads with the guy in the beach and he had the blues. No, it was like uh, I it was Stephen finally, Dorf. Yeah, it was Stephen Dorf. Dorf. It was Stephen Dorf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's walking around the beach and he's like, "I can finally be whoever I want to be." <laughs> and it's like, "What you want to be is stupid, <laughs> right?" Like, this is a stupid ad, but I appreciate your resolve. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was the first gen of vapes, and then people are like, "You know what? This is stupid. I'm not actually smoking, so I want something. I want like a." I want like a, a monster They're, vape. I want to show up. So then there was I'm... like vape hacking began. And that was when diesel vapes appeared on the scene because vaporizers are mostly a cartridge of like the coil and fluid and then a battery, right? I just can't listen to this. Just, just tell me. <laughs> so like basically what's happened in the world is the batteries are getting crazier and crazier. <laughs> like battery innovation. You know where the next generation you know, of batteries are going to come from? Do you have from? any idea people how many PR deeply, pitches you're going to get? P- deeply addicted to nicotine. <laughs> are they going to invent the next generation of batteries? You know, that's oh, like the problem yeah. in the world. Those batteries need yeah. to get right, better. Like the batteries yeah. need to get better. It's because people are fucking lit on e-cigs <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like just nonstop. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Somewhere so, there's like a brilliant so MIT now, scientist so who's like, "My vape vape. is dead," and then yeah. just runs yeah. into the lab. He's like, "I've got it. <laughs> Put it in my veins." Uh, so now it's gonna. So now all these people, Dieter included, and most of the cyborgs in our studio, all have gigantic yeah. batteries on their vapes. Mine's only like six hundred and fifty. But it's huge. It's like a. It's it's it, it's a large device. It's like a pen. You can get one at the vape store by my house. It looks like a grenade. Has yeah. an LCD display and yeah. connects to your phone over Bluetooth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, 
So oh, I just, I'm not ready to just, do that. You just, but I like things that light up. Mm-hmm. And there was uh, a time when I enjoyed nicotine, and so that combination is deadly. Just <laughs> dead things that light up nicotine. nicotine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it just smelled like whiskey, like, like as it a would guy be over. who, like you know, like we run a technology website, like make technology more addictive. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. So what you're saying is you're like two years away from a battery breakthrough. I over vape a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately over vape is like a thing that I, every 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 you know every like Sunday morning I wake up and Becky's like, "How are you?" I'm like, "Well." I overvaped. That would be like if Sublime were <laughs> and still around. And she's like, "Are you sure you didn't Sublime's new album? Are you sure you didn't overdrink, Neil? <laughs> like I overvaped. <laughs> Definitely overvaped. Yeah, that must be what it is. <laughs> diesel vapes. We should do a feature on diesel vapes. Okay. No. What? That's yours. Dieter, like Dieter's is crazy. This and is like, a standard. Here's what I'm saying. Because, this is a standard Joey battery and uh, uh, yeah, and they're modular. All of the factories are like next to each other in I China. Like watching people watching people clean their vape is my favorite. You guys, it's, I, it's you, like you know, I wrote most, this article in July, yeah, right? It's just the okay. most loving, careful thing. Where they're like, I'll see somebody who's like angry and just like banging in their keyboard, and then they'll take their vape out and just sort of just very careful. <laughs> just, like, just like, oh no, I'm so sorry. No, I'm saying like we. This is a, it, like this room behind like us. Cecilia, if you're watching the live stream. This yeah, room. You get behind a contact us, high. I mean, you just walk out there. It's, and you're, no, it's like these people are cyborgs. Like the, the the next step is like we will drop lines of nicotine from yeah. the ceiling and just pump it in like as the long, matrix constantly. As long as it yeah. doesn't actually give you cancer, and the you know jury's like, still out. He's vaping that. right now. I nah. see you. <laughs> Look, I see you vaping. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's vaping all the time. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, and they, the they light the room story. in blue. So like, it's a dull blue light. And then like the, the lights, the screens and like yeah. the clicking sounds. And then just like puffs of smoke. It's what I imagine like working at Microsoft in the eighties was like. Well, that's what I'm saying is we, we give out coffee. That's a drug to keep people awake. Nicotine's just the same thing. It used to be cool to smoke you're at getting, work. You got your keyboard, you're banging you're getting, away. It's just, and then soon we'll give out cocaine. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting further what away from it here. All right. Was Let's that talk about the Kindle and then we Let's can talk about oh, the Kindle. Kindle voyage. It's, have, uh, it's great, have... but it's no, it's no eBay. <laughs> it's not a diesel vape. The, the first thing to know about the Kindle Voyage is... Can I is... score system diesel vape or not <laughs> diesel, diesel vape? Diesel vapes, man. Amazon it's is like really real bad thing. at making cases. Amazon's this, horrible this, at making cases. What, no, the, the, this the case This good. thing is so bad. No, okay. What, what is happening here? All of the origami cases This is what happens when you over vape. Nonsense this, this and is, should be killed. This is yeah. the worst. Like, who wants to And it doesn't stay there, right? It'll, like, pop off. Yeah, well, it's terrible. what's great is it'll work for, like, a day. Like, it works long enough to get it... Like you on the thing, and then you're like, "Oh, this works." And then the next time you try it, it just doesn't work ever again. Yeah. The second thing you need to know, you need to know is if you've got disposable income, you should buy it. That's fair because it's amazing. <laughs> okay, so the Voyage's new paperweight has a much higher resolution screen. It has a glass front. Yep. It has buttons that aren't buttons. They're squeezy, squeezy zones. This I don't is, like the squeezy zones, but the thing no, is, they should just be just buttons. getting no, no. making the display flush. Yeah, matters so much more than I thought. Like I was editing Chris's review, and he like went on and on about it, and I was like, "Is this actually that big a deal?" And then he handed the thing to me, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I get really? it. Yeah, yeah. Like just the way it feels to change pages now is so much more. Natural. I like, like the squeezy it feels thing. Great. It's fine. Like you just... maybe I got to take this thing out of the dumb case. Yeah, take it out of the dumb case. Yeah, because um, I, I have one. It's the screen, the, the text looks great. It, the the auto dimming thing, the auto brightness thing. No, this is, cool. is the platonic ideal of an e reader. Right? Yeah, yeah except there's no color. Right. Um, but it's it's just too expensive. Yeah, how much is it? Two hundred bucks. That's too much. Mm-hmm. It's definitely. Too much. I mean, I bought one, uh, and it, it 
it immediately got uh, taken by my fiance to London, and so no, I but, haven't touched it yet. But here's but. the thing. <laughs> well, there you go. But here's the thing. It, what's interesting about the Kindle is that it is the one single-purpose device that I buy every time. Yeah. Every yeah. time a new one comes out, I just buy it. Instinctively buy it. Um, it just the thing that kills me about the Kindle, and, and this is purely just me being annoyed, is that like if they would put back the headphone jack and support the whisper yeah. sync for voice, I would pay whatever they asked me to pay. Yeah. Why? Because for me, it's Doesn't like your the, phone do that? the actual value for me of being able to like what 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 I tend to do right is I have like a twelve minute walk to the subway, so I listen to a podcast and then I read the whole way on the subway, yeah, and then I walk here. And like, if I could just seamless like listen to the book, read the book, listen to the book, like that's what I want. And yeah, I will your brain pay for can that. do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I definitely can't do that. No, no. You it's... can't do the sync with the audiobook and the reading. No, no, no. Interesting. No, no. I love it. And like every time I've done it, if they, the HDX supports it, and I use that a bunch, and it's awesome. And like, it's my favorite thing that Amazon has the ability yeah. to just like completely change context with me, where I can like. Just if I'm listening to a book and then I have five minutes to sit down and I'm like, I want to read. Why now. wouldn't you just keep listening to the book on the subway? I would rather read. Like just personally, yeah, I, I get more from if, a book when I read the words. But yeah. at the same time, like listening, I don't lose that much listening to the book. Yeah, if, you're, so if, I, you don't, I, if you're listen to it on the subway, you might be forced or and you might accidentally have to make eye contact with somebody. And that can't happen. <laughs> Good God, no. no. <laughs> How, don't even. Uh, right. oh, I'm definitely the guy who's like just always. So, so that's the thing. Uh, I don't know not. where else to I look. look. At, I look this at the is ground why like I read else. because I don't know where else to look, and I wind up awkwardly making eye contact with everybody. Have you ever? No. Have you ever done like, a you thing? You can only stare at the ad for. You're like, you just stare at the ad. No, no. You can just look just, at the home screen. No, but of your then, phone. but then sometimes <laughs> just, the yeah, what's going I on here? Man, I wish I had data. Your phone is upside down, by the way, which is a perfect TV moment there. My move is the headphones not plugged in anything. Yeah, I just I like put the cord in my pocket yep. and then just stand there and I'm like, just I can't hear what you're saying. A lot of socially awkward people in this room. Right no, now. but yeah. it's like it's the people asking for money and I'm just like, I can't. My move is. Oh yeah, no, just it's just walking. other humans. Mine is to just <laughs> vape as hard as I can. <laughs> you do not vape on the train. <laughs> Over vaping on the subway. Train vapes. <laughs> a train vape is the worst. Do you remember the the, the <laughs> elevator vape that we had to deal with like three years ago? What? There were there were these these people that were trying to do viral marketing for the vaping and so like we got in an elevator to go to a bar and they were blowing vapes and like the bouncer's face. You were there. Elevator and bar. That's all right. People nope, don't know. All right. I over vape a lot. You got vape. <laughs> I I try only vape on the weekends. Congratulations. <laughs> are we done? Yeah, we done. We got we got we a bunch of stuff a bu- to talk all about. Right, there. All right. Okay. So here's the thing. We, we we never do. We don't we don't know how to do intros. We're never going to figure it out. But we're going to figure out outros. Negative numbers is a good way to start the show. Yeah. That's a pretty five, <laughs> four, number nine. <laughs> uh, okay. Now here's a bunch of stuff. So we are back as a podcast. You may or may not know that. I hope you, that you do because you're presumably listening to this podcast. Um, but we're back. It, people seem to like it. We're going to keep doing it. Um, so we're on iTunes. We've refreshed all of our artwork. We're going to actually – here's a sneak preview. Um, I think more podcasts from The Verge are upcoming. That's we're, right. We're going to see how that goes. Yeah. But please go on iTunes, review us, rate us, do all the iTunes stuff that help us make podcasts more successful. Do that. Uh, you can tweet at us. We're, the Ver- we're Verge on Twitter. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash verge. On Snapchat, Sam was late to Snapchat, but now a monster on Snapchat. Uh, we're also, we were also late the on real, Ello, which is my fault. We're also the real virgin Ello. Whatever. Snapchat, follow us on Snapchat. Cool. You missed some sweet Nexus snaps. Can we just never us. talk about Ello ever Never again. again. So okay, the real cool. virgin Snapchat. And Good then time. I have actually very exciting news mm-hmm. uh, across 
So like I said, uh, this show is back. Uh, we're bringing back some other shows. I'm actually really excited about that part. But uh, as while we were talking 44 minutes ago, the trailer for season two, the teaser trailer oh, for snap. season two of Small Empires went up on the website. Small Empires is back. Alexis Ohanian is hosting it again. This year he went all over the country. Uh, some of the stuff looks amazing. Uh, Top Shelf is coming back. True story. Yeah. DP Dose over here. That's, I hate you. <laughs> First episode is Diesel Vapes. Diesel Vapes. <laughs> it's actually every episode. It's just one Diesel Vape per episode. Oh, John, our producer wants us to do it. Uh, Diesel Vapes, that's a thing. Uh, no, Top Shelf is back. Yep. It's happening. Uh, there are six shows that are coming back, and I can't remember all of them. This, this is, is my, my next. next. It's coming back. Yeah. We took a month off because... It's been crazy season, and now the device, everything's out, so we can get, come back at it. Um, uh, the Big Future animated series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is so cool. Which is if so cool. If you haven't watched the one today on can we Building build a, a Better Brain, uh, watch it. It's amazing. Russell Brandom is the editorial yeah. mastermind behind that. He's doing a terrific it's job great. of that. Is that four? There are more. There's just too many. There's definitely There's more. There's so many shows. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Look, Small Empires is back. Top Shelf is back. Uh, this is my next is back. Big Future is here. Um, and we're going to... Into 2015, you will see us do more and more video, uh, more and more podcasts, and uh, I'll just put it out there. We're going to get way better at YouTube. That's a thing I want to do, and we have some big ideas about how to do that. So turns out YouTube is awesome. Uh, it's, it's pretty great. It's except for all the horrible people. Comments. Yeah, except for the rest of it. No, just no. never scroll down um, on YouTube. But we're going to do, do some fun stuff there. I think that's a, that's a big opportunity for us because that's where you, the people, are. Um, also, other places. Huh? It's our third birthday. Oh wow! Whoa, it's been it's been wow. too long. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, Tearing up a little bit. Yeah, Just a little. And uh, the ver- where yes, you can also visit us at theverge.com. True. Yeah. You can email us at oh, yeah. vergecast at theverge.com. Who uses email? Actually, I don't know you if can you can. WhatsApp us at verge. Can you can you do that? No, you can, can email you us. Set up a WhatsApp account, a WhatsApp. dude. If you email us at <laughs> theverge at vergecast at theverge.com, I why don't Somebody we have a WhatsApp? It? It's like the biggest social who. network. Oh, my God. You're definitely much better off just tweeting at us. You're much better off. No, we should have a WhatsApp. No, but we just we spent, we spent like, Come on. We spent like half the episode complaining about Twitter. Uh, we have yeah, 1.3 million Pinterest subscribers if you're one of them. Just Please tell us. us what you would like us to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a fact. Um, and I'm sure, you know. But seriously, follow, like us on Facebook. Yeah, do that. That's, like, that's cool. the place where do, the, the here, people are happy and nice. Go to your favorite social network mm-hmm. and then Find us and mm-hmm. then do the thing there that makes us the most money. <laughs> Just do that. That would be cool. If you want to buy us a sticker on Facebook, that's cool. Um, can that you do that thing? still? Can you buy us a sticker? I don't know. What does that mm-hmm. mean? Do you like you buy pay? a sticker and send Here's it to what us? Facebook has been. There's a new Facebook group. I will take thing. all your Facebook stickers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, rooms, rooms, which has the same exact icon as Slack. Yeah. Cool job, Facebook. I think yeah. Rooms is really stupid. I just want to be on record having said that when three months from now, they're like, guys, just kidding. This is the worst. I'm going to, I'm going to play this again. They made rooms because Facebook runs its entire business in Facebook groups. They made it for themselves. Fine. Like whatever. (laughs) Facebook can have that. That's good for Facebook, but like build, you know why message boards aren't great is because there's many better things than message boards. Fair. Uh, message boards are awesome. I mean, they are for like a small subset of people who read Metafilter, and like those people are great, and Dude, that's fine. I wouldn't but be like, here. There's no business in that. Yeah, there is. And there's, nothing, one. there's nothing interesting about that. We're super good. It gonna... also is just completely antithetical to everything that Facebook has ever said about anything, and that pisses me off. 
Facebook's whole just thing is about angry man. I, I just think it's stupid. Like, yeah. why Messenger is a thing this that is, makes sense for here's Facebook? Here's what's happening to you, and I, I just want to put this out there. Go hit me. Yeah. You got a girlfriend. No. And now, and now Facebook is boring. Yeah. Because it's no longer full of eligible girls for you oh, to no, date. It's still full of eligible girls. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, knowing full well that my girlfriend will never listen to this podcast, it is still oh, full of will. eligible girls. I'm just saying, uh, man. This is what is, this is the Facebook cycle. No, I still use Facebook. I still use Facebook <laughs> Messenger. I, like it's all great. Uh, Facebook Messenger is not great. I don't know what you're Some oh, of the girls great. who went to my high school are still very attractive, but uh, <laughs> like I just don't. I don't get why this to me feels like Facebook hired. What's his name? Josh Miller, the branch guy. Yeah. And he was like, I want to do this thing. And somebody at Facebook, nobody at Facebook cared enough to shoot him down. <laughs> like straight up. That's what this feels like to me. And and like it no, might be a big a, deal out of it. It might be yeah. a good app. There they might gave, be. Ellis had an exclusive. This yeah. was like a launch. No, and it's a great piece. Ellis's piece yeah. is really good. And like, I'm happy to just fundamentally disagree. And like, he yeah. makes a lot of good points for why it's valuable. But what I, th- I think the idea of having, first of all, the fact that the only way you can get into a room is a QR code yeah. is just dumb and broken. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Yes, you missed this. That's yeah. how you join rooms. There right, are no we're rooms. Done. Facebook rooms say, are stupid. <laughs> you say you tweet a QR code and somebody saves it to their camera roll and then opens the app and that's how you get into the room. You know who's going to figure that out is just no one. <laughs> no one. Seventeen people in the Verge room. Listen, congratulations wow. to can the seventeen. You, can of you, you send I love them you a picture of a vape? <laughs> is that possible? Only a diesel <laughs> one though. I don't have a vape on me. You're such a I, look. I'm such who, a vape noob. It's not, no, it's just amateur I, vape, vapature. I'm a private vapor. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to start singing "Hold Me Closer," private vapor, right now, and All right. I feel like that means we that was go. our show. It ended strangely, yeah. I admit, uh, but do social network stuff again: uh, iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Hello, whatever. whatever, man. If you're just please not hello. Get over yourself. That was the Vergecast. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. <laughs>